holy sweet mother of God shit. Hello, hello, hello. What, what, the, what the hell are you doing? I hope no one's eating dinner. The next best thing, every Monday night from 10 until midnight on Radio Free Brooklyn. Fun for everyone except for dear Jesus. Something like that. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. and There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to riot. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. What are we doing? Why do you spend all this time running for the United States Senate? Why do you go through all the hassle of getting this job, of putting yourself in a position of authority? If your answer is that as this slaughter increases, as our kids run for their lives, we do nothing. What are we doing? Why are you here? This isn't inevitable. These kids weren't unlucky. This only happens in this country and nowhere else. Nowhere else do little kids go to school thinking that they might be shot that day. And it is a choice. It is our choice to let it continue. What are we doing? Well, folks, here we are again. Uh, so... The past two weeks, we've actually talked quite a bit about guns in America. We've talked quite a bit about shootings, whether they're mass shootings or your run-of-the-mill everyday shootings, that when you add them all up at the end of each month, certainly at the end of each year, are massive to say the least, but... I wasn't even going to come in tonight. It's Memorial Day. It's a holiday. I start a new job tomorrow. I thought this would be the perfect time to take off, take a little vacation. But then last Tuesday happened. Of course, I'm talking not about Buffalo, not about the mass shooting that took place in Michigan two nights ago, but of course, the shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, that took place less than a week ago. 19 students dead. All, I think, were the age of 10. And I think two teachers. So that makes this the second deadliest shooting. The second. Think of that. <laughs> think of that. That alone is something to stop and feel embarrassed about. This is the second? This is only the second 
deadliest mass shooting in the last 10 years. We can't forget Sandy Hook. And what have we done? What will we do? There's all this to Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer is worthless to me. Chuck Schumer is worthless to us. Chuck Schumer gets on the floor of the Senate the day after this happens and he talks about my Republican colleagues. What are we going to do? You have no, you are a dispassionate old fuddy duddy. You couldn't get anyone riled up if their lives depended on it. And ours do. Ours do. He's our only child. And he died on Friday. I'll never have another child. Columbine. And he's gone. Virginia Tech. Here we are again in the aftermath of another uh, terrible, inexplicable, shocking and painful tragedy, this time in Las Vegas, which happens to be my hometown and Cleto's hometown, Cleto Senior's hometown. Oak Creek. At least 59 people are dead. Hundreds of people were wounded in what they say was the deadliest mass shooting in modern American history. Newtown. You know, the, the grieving that the country feels is real. The sympathy, comforting the families. But it's not enough just to feel bad. How many more? How many more? We want the people that come here to say that was... How many more colleges? How many more classrooms? How many more movie theaters? I can't tell you how angry I am. It's just awful. And no parent should have to go through this. No parent. How many more houses of faith? How many more shopping malls? How many more street corners? How many more? To have a kid die in this kind of a situation? What, what has changed? Have we learned nothing? Now to the latest in that deadly shooting rampage in Virginia Beach, where 12 people lost their lives. Police say the shooter showed up here heavily armed, ready for battle. Two handguns, extended magazines, a silencer, slaughtering people on three different floors of this building behind me. Police in Aurora, Illinois, are responding to reports of an active shooter at a manufacturing plant. Students in the West Aurora District are now in a soft lockdown. A manhunt is underway in Louisiana after police say that five people were killed Saturday in two separate but connected shootings. The shooting spree happened about an hour west of New Orleans. A married couple are among the victims. Police have identified their 21-year-old son as a suspect. Today we learned the names of women who were shot and killed yesterday inside a bank in Sebring, Florida. The suspect appeared in court, but the motive remains a mystery. The shooting happened shortly after 12 on Wednesday at the SunTrust Bank in Sebring. Investigators say Xaver entered the bank wearing a bulletproof vest armed with a gun. He forced five women to lie down, then he shot them. That little compilation I made after Las Vegas. I could go through this. I could play things I've played after Sandy Hook, things I played after Orlando, things I played or made after Las Vegas. I can't do it anymore because it's not. Yeah, when I heard about this, for two days I was gutted. I'm still gutted, but I'm just so. Have you, you know, when you're, you know, when you're like a little kid 
And some, it doesn't matter. It could be a little kid thing. Let's say you just, you, you know, you want to eat a certain thing for dinner and you've been looking forward to it all day and you've asked for it and you were really counting on it. But, you know, for one reason or another, your mom or dad couldn't make it and you're just so angry. I feel like a little kid where I'm just so angry that all I want to do, all I feel like I can do is just cry. I'm so angry at this fucking stupid country. We are the, this country. I mean, good fucking God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being an Australian? Can you imagine being a New Zealander or a French citizen or an Italian and looking at this country, this big, fat, stupid, loud, obnoxious, we're number one, we're number one country that that allows a fat, bloated, puffed up, crow's cock, son of a bitch, lying, stealing guy like Donald Trump, not only become president, but have this much of an effect on the whole country for this long, we haven't been able to shut his fat, bloated ass up. And we just let these shootings happen and don't do anything about them. Nothing. We did nothing after Sandy Hook. We did nothing after Orlando. Nothing after Las Vegas. Nothing after Parkland. Nothing after nothing after nothing. That's what we do. We do nothing. We do nothing. We're a dumbass country. A bad country. A country that is more riled up about a conspiracy theory about an election that wasn't stolen and this fat, dumbass lunatic who keeps going around the country saying it was stolen than we are about real kids getting murdered. This is who we are. This is who we are. On Tuesday, at least 21 people were killed in Uvalde, Texas, 19 of them children, by a mass shooter who celebrated his 18th birthday by buying himself two shiny new assault rifles. This just 10 days after another suspect drove more than 200 miles to Buffalo to attack a grocery store in a predominantly black neighborhood. And while you might think that guns were a big factor in these mass gun murders, Republicans have a slightly different view don't have all of these unlocked back doors, have one door into and out of the school, and have that one door armed police officers at that door. We can potentially arm and prepare and train uh, teachers and other administrators. Pay teachers to become guardians, train them, make sure that they're armed. I believe actually we need to end in gun-free school zones. We have violent music, violent rhetoric, and some of them playing their violent video. Violent music? Are you stupid? Violent music. Yeah, that should be a priority. Let's protect the children from all this violent music. You're stupid. We have people in this country that want to pull us away from God. There's something happening. Um... Uh, to our national psyche or to families or to mental illness. I don't think it has anything to do with guns. These shooters uh, have a lot of mental health issues. We have a mental health problem in this country. The mental and behavioral health aspect of this should be our concentration. Oh, f 
off. If Republicans gave a shit about mental health, they wouldn't keep letting this happen. And please, arming teachers and putting more police officers in school is not gonna solve the problem. Didn't you motherfuckers just call teachers groomers? You won't let them teach history, but now Mrs. Singletary has to carry a shotgun? We are pretty fucking deep in denial if we don't think guns and lax gun laws are making this problem infinitely worse. There have been more mass shootings than days so far in 2022. More mass shootings than days. Hello, more mass shootings, not than people, not than dogs, but more mass shootings than we've had days this year. Hello, wake up. God damn it! You know world should there be more mass shootings than there are days in the year you all need to do something instead of tweeting your feelings jesus christ destroy the filibuster look i get that people need hobbies and guns are a great theme for the most deranged christmas card on your friend's fridge but if my hobby caused over forty-five thousand deaths per year i might think hmm my full unfettered access to the tools of my hobby seem to be hurting people maybe i could handle a few extra guardrails like i know nobody's listening to me but responsible gun owners where the f- are you if mother like Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis can keep books out of schools, they can f- do something about guns. But we all know the real truth. They don't actually care. That's right. They don't. They don't actually care. There's no way you could possibly care about this issue and not want to do something. Do something. I am so tired of hearing the talk. We have heard the same speeches. The same rhetoric after every single one of these, and I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it anymore from both sides. I'm tired of it from both sides. Yes, one is clearly more obstructionist and guilty than the other because they just flat out vote against doing anything as opposed to not being able to rally the troops and get something done. But the other Democrats are just as feckless and just as worthy of blame because they can't even rally their own side. We have control of the Senate. Bear, not really. I mean, fuck. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, I came across this guy. He, I guess, is like my spirit animal, my compadre. I didn't even know what his name was. His name is Tony Michaels. I don't know who he is. Apparently, he hosts a show called the Tony Michaels Podcast. Well, he gets me. He gets me, and he knows what we should do, and I'm with him. I'm with him 100%. Here's what he had to say. They say they're pro-life. They say they're American. They say they're patriotic. They say save the children, but they stand back and watch children get slaughtered time after time after time. This will not be the last time that the GQP has blood on their hands. Last week, it was a fucking grocery store and a, and a church. Yesterday was a school. Second, third, fourth graders teachers. The shooter in Uvalde was not a lone gunman. He had the help of Governor Abbott, the NRA, Senator Ted Cruz, John Cornyn, you weak motherfucker. Oh, I'm going to back out of the NRA because it looks bad. You know what looks bad? 
You know what looks really fucking bad? John Cornyn, you weak piece of shit. Dead children's bodies all over the floor of a school. That's what we should do. We should make the governor and the senators and all the GQP go mop up those children off the floor. There's a law you can fucking pass. I think the country is sick and fucking tired of this shit. This is America, folks. The land of the armed and the home of the broken. Every parent in the in America this morning was nervous about sending their children to a school. Think about it for a second. I know you hugged your children when they came home. I know you held them as long as they would let you hold them. Mental health, mental illness. We need mental health. Yeah, we are going to need a lot of mental health in this fucking country. Can you imagine the mental health care that the other students, the other staff members, the teachers, the police officers, the fucking parents of the dead slaughtered children you pieces of weak shit and you're i'm not gonna let you look away we have voters in this country that only only pick out a few fucking issues and that's what they vote on and every single time it's to take away your rights your right to your uterus your right to your fucking vote and your right to your children's safety you don't think we have the fucking right to live in this country you don't think our children had the right to learn without being scared that they're gonna be fucking mowed down torn apart by a semi-automatic rifle because you got a boner for guns so you can protect your tv and you can shoot politicians you dirty motherfuckers you dirty motherfuckers nope i'm not gonna shut up i'm not gonna stop talking when we're in a country where a goddamn gun has more fucking rights than a woman's uterus it's time. It is so, it is fucking time. If you're not ready to go to the fucking polls and vote every single one of these motherfuckers out, you're doing it wrong. This morning, I don't care if you're a fucking Republican, if you're a goddamn Democrat, I don't care if you're a fucking conservative, if you're a parent in this country, a fucking grandparent in this country, you should be ready tomorrow to vote these motherfuckers out. They are going to go to the fucking NRA conference in Texas and cheer, cheer the slaughtered children yesterday. That's what they're going to do. And we're just going to stand here and let them do it? Take our democracy away from us. Make this into an autocracy. I'm not. I'm going to keep yelling into this microphone. I'm going to keep motivating you to stay fucking pissed. It's time to fight with the ballot. Enough is enough of this shit. When will it fucking end? When can we send our kids to school to learn and not be slaughtered? Torn apart by a piece of weaponry that we manufacture in this country so some fucking dude or some dumb fucking conservative somewhere can take a picture of it in front of a fucking Christmas tree. You dumb motherfuckers. Where the minority ideology in this country gets to tell us what the fuck to do. 90%, 90%, 9 out of 10 motherfucking people realize it's a good idea to do a goddamn background check before you give someone a goddamn weapon that is designed to kill multiple human beings. 9 out of 10 people already fucking realize it. Joe Manchin says, oh, well, I'll do anything. Anything I can do to stop children from being slaughtered in schools. Well, do something, motherfucker. Fuck your career. Fuck you being a senator. Who cares about your fucking votes? Stop giving a shit about your own goddamn power. Those children had no fucking power. Not a goddamn ounce of power to stop that gunman. Those fucking cops had no power to stop that gunman. Good guy with a gun gave me a fucking break. Fuck you, good guy with a gun. You son of a bitch, Ken Paxton. You motherfucker. So you want, you want fucking teachers? 
You want teachers to be police officers? And their police officers can't even stop these motherfuckers with these weapons. That's the intent. The intent when they fucking manufacture this stuff is to make sure that you are not stopped with the gun. What don't you get? How can't we fucking understand this? It's time to vote every one of those motherfuckers out. We need to be single issue voters in this country right now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, not next week. Right motherfucking now. Hell yeah. There you have it. I, I mean, why can't, if we could all be so passionate about this, I don't understand. I don't understand how anything else matters. I really don't. You dumb motherfuckers! I get, I'm get, I get angry at the politicians, but I get angry at the fucking citizenry. You, everyone out there, me is, I mean, all of us, all of us, the collective United States of America. It is on all of us that we haven't cared enough about this to make this the priority. Not a priority, the priority. What else matters? You know, when I was growing up in Kansas, rural, not rural Kansas, but Kansas nonetheless, growing up elementary school, we had tornado drills, we had fire drills. That's it. every now and then, every, every now and then, I think once in all of my time at Westwood View Elementary School, we did one like code red drill where... There was a, it was an intruder alert or something where a teacher came around to the classrooms and locked the doors and that was it. Now, tornado drills, fire drills, active shooter drills. My brother teaches high school in Kansas City. I asked him if they did active shooter drills and he said, of course. He said, of course. What a stupid question. Of course they do. I can't even believe it. Of course, every year we go through training. I also asked him if he thought arming teachers was a good idea. That's one of the stupid-ass things that they've suggested. I can't believe that we are still hearing dumbass shit like that thrown out there. Ted Cruz, that fucking ass stain of a human being, he's actually going out on television, to the fucking NRA convention, saying things as asinine and as worthy of a fucking stiff slap in the face as, we need to, there should only be one door, and one door only, a door that you can come in and out of, and that is completely guarded by people with arms that are security. What are you, nuts? God, I wish he'd get hit by a semi-truck. Okay, how about this? One, yeah, let's have a try the Senate only having one door. Let's let's try that. See how that goes. Enjoy getting in and out, you fucking bloated piece of shit. That is such, that is, that might be a new low. That might be a, a new record we have here of the most Dumbass thing I've ever heard anyone say, and this is America, so that is quite the bar to meet. You dumb motherfuckers! We are 
a wretched country. We did nothing after Sandy Hook. We did nothing after Colin Biden. We did nothing after Virginia Tech. We did nothing after Oak Creek. We did nothing after San Bernardino. We did nothing after Las Vegas. We did nothing after Orlando. Why would this Uvalde be any different? We did nothing after Buffalo. Will it? Will it be any different? No, not from the politicians, not from any elected official. I don't expect jack shit from them. You know what I expect? I have to. The only way this is ever going to change is not from politicians. They are fucking getting on their knees and begging like a bunch of pussies to get background checks passed. Background checks. Background checks. Listen, motherfuckers. Background checks are a given. It is asinine and embarrassing and worthy of a stiff kick in the nuts that we haven't already had background checks required for every gun purchase for the past 30 years. That is a given. I had to get, I had to go through a background check to teach voice lessons in New York City. It didn't take long. It wasn't complicated, but I had to do it before I could teach a single voice lesson, and I did it. Now, here's the thing, folks. If you haven't committed an atrocity yet, and you haven't done anything really bad yet, you'll pass a background check. Really? That is why these, that is why this background bullshit is a given. It's a, an obvious thing that we should have been doing all along. What we need to be doing is not selling assault weapons, period, period, period. But certainly not to 18-year-old dumbass kids who are angry because, I don't know, they didn't get a date to the prom. Who knows why? Lots of people are angry in high school. So don't be selling assault weapons to teenagers, number one. Just like we don't sell beer to teenagers, you fucking dumb shits. Why the fuck would that even be a debate? Why are we debating whether or not we should sell assault rifles to a teenager if they can't buy beer? <gasps> now, you know what else I'm really tired of? Oh, I'm just getting started. I'm tired of this debate. I'm tired of debating this at all because to me, there is no debate. The debate is over. It's over. I'm done with this fucking debate. I'm done hearing about mental health. I'm done hearing about, oh, well, I guess we didn't have enough good guys with guns. Oh, I'm done hearing about the violent music, you dipshit. Violent music, violent movies, violent video games. That is all a deflection, a distraction, and a whole big pile of steamy, stanky bullshit. It's bullshit. The other night, I actually recorded some of my thoughts from the streets because, well, I didn't want to lose any of the passion. Have I lost any of the passion? Do you hear that I've calmed down much? I'm never going to calm down. I'm never going to calm down about this because it is outrageous. It is outrageous that this continues to happen. But here was my response to people who wanted to say that really what we should be talking about is the mental health aspect of this. The mental health aspect. Suck it. I am so un-fucking-believable. You all should, this is a respite for anyone who's listening because I, uh, well, I was out in public. I was out on the streets, as you'll hear, so I couldn't go off 
As I've been going off tonight, I couldn't be screaming and pounding on things. So, this is a respite for you. I'll calm down. I'll play, if at least, uh, I'll sound more calm. i sick of hearing the mental illness argument. Yes, mental illness should be taken seriously. We should improve how we treat mental illness and whatnot. But here's the thing, again, think about a bank robber, okay? They aren't a bank robber until they rob a bank. Sure, they probably have shoplifted before. They probably haven't lived up to the highest moral and ethical standards in their lives. I'm sure there were signs that they might do something big on a large scale, like rob a bank. But until they rob the bank, what do you want people to do? Put them in a net and say, hey, this guy looks like he might rob a bank. That's not how things work. So what the fuck are we talking about with this mental health stuff, acting like it's going to prevent? What do you want psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers to do? They can keep track of people who say certain things and demonstrate certain behaviors and whatnot, but until they do something, like shoot a bunch of first, third, fourth graders, whatever. What do you want them to do? Lock them up and say, listen, listen this kid has said a few th- It is so noisy here that I'm about to lose my shit. This is why I'm for gun control, because if I had one right now, this whole block might be dead. Not joking. Not joking. So, I'm, I'm not joking. I would... If I had a bazooka, that honking car would be in smithereens and everyone in the vicinity would have to die too. All right, so take it from me. (laughs) Jokes aside, see, I can still make jokes. What do you want them to do? You know, mental health, psychiatry as a health field, a field of medicine, Psychology in general is not an exact science. Every human being is born with a different brain. Our brains are made up of different neurons, chemicals, electrons, different DNA, and all that stuff. No two humans are the same. No two humans will ever think the same, be the same, feel the same, act the same, or do the same things. So, that is why it is, you know... An approximation, it is a, you base it on trends, you base it on commonalities, you base it on themes that you see over time in these people, and yeah, you could probably get a good idea, but you know what, I bet you, if you go across high schools in every state in this country, I bet in any given year, if you did a deep examination of the senior class at every high school in America, I bet you, you would probably find anywhere from 10 to 50, depending on how big the school is, 10 to 50 students who fit that description, who fit the description of a potential, a potential mass shooter. 
Maybe they're loners. Maybe they're angry. Fuck, if we're basing it on anger, I bet way more than 10 to 50 would fit into the category. Loners, angry, um, you know, detached, gothic. Maybe they play a lot of video games with guns and yada, 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 and on and on and on. I bet there's a number of students in any senior class, in any high school in America, on any day of the week, in any year, that could fit into that category. But guess what? 99.9% of them don't actually go on to commit murder. Don't actually go on to shoot up schools or grocery stores or libraries or synagogues or movie theaters or whatever. Just because they fit the description of a potential dangerous person doesn't mean they're actually going to commit heinous, dangerous acts until they do. (laughs) And that is when we start talking about this bullshit. This bullshit about mental... Well, we just don't do a good enough job of mental health. Uh Uh-huh, we don't. That's true. But let's just keep hoping for the best. I'm telling you, unless you add, like, psychic abilities and clairvoyance to the description of a mental health professional, which, by the way, those powers don't exist, then we're never... This is never going to be perfect. No one's ever going to be able to predict who's going to commit mass shootings or whatever. It's not going to happen. So, here's an idea. How about we do... How about we do the only thing that makes sense? If people keep on drowning... If... Jesus Christ. If I hope you heard that, because... Listen to this girl saying puppy basically calling my dog I want her to die too good thing I don't have a gun alright if people keep getting burned to death what are you going to do well I would take away the matches I would take away the lighters if I needed to I would take away the gas stove the oven that's what I would do If somebody continues to use drugs, speed, let's say, or heroin even, what are you going to do? Well, you might send them to rehab. Guess what they don't have in rehab? Heroin. (laughs) Okay? They don't have heroin in rehab. They don't have fire, matches, lighters, given to pyromaniacs, arsonists. They don't have those things. They don't have those things in prison either. Why? Because you can't create fire out of thin air. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to take away all the fire-making materials. You can't sell, distribute, take drugs if you don't have any. And you can't shoot up schools or churches, or synagogues, or baseball stadiums, or homes, or offices, 
if you don't have a gun to shoot. I don't give a flying fuck about the Second Amendment. I don't give a flying fuck about your right to bear arms, or mine, (laughs) by the way. I'm just as American as you. I would say more so because I actually care about all my fellow Americans dying about it. That's the thing. So if you want to make this about patriotism, you think it makes you more patriotic to cling to an amendment that you don't re- you couldn't even recite if I paid you to right now? You think that's more lo- patriotic to love a second amendment than it is to love second graders? <sighs> Give me a break. You're a disgrace. This country is a disgrace. It is. Felt that way last week. Feel that way still today. Do you disagree? Tell me why. Tell me why what we have done, or really what we haven't done, is a good thing. Speaking of the Second Amendment that I don't give a flying fuck about anymore, just to illustrate that this has not, this is not a new problem. Listen to what LBJ had to say about guns. Guns are to be kept out of the hands of the criminal and out of the hands of the insane and out of the hands of the irresponsible. Then we just must have licensing. If the criminal with a gun is to be tracked down quickly, then we must have registration in this country. The voices that block these safeguards were not the voices of an aroused nation. They were the voices of a powerful lobby, a gun lobby, that has prevailed for the moment in an election year. We have been through a great deal of anguish uh, these last few months and these last few years. Too much anguish to forget so quickly. Now, he, you heard him say the forces that have blocked these safeguards was not the voices of an aroused nation. It was a lobby, a gun lobby. So we have been fucking bending over for the NRA since the 60s? Are you fucking serious? Then the other recording you heard was former Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, nominated by Richard Nixon, a lifelong Republican. Warren Burger, he was the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court from 1969 to 1986. That's almost 20 years, 17 years. Here's what he had to say about the Second Amendment. If I were writing the Bill of Rights now, there wouldn't be any such thing as the Second Amendment. Which says? That uh, a well-regulated militia being necessary for the defense of the state the people's rights to bear arms. This has been the subject of one of the greatest pieces of fraud. I repeat the word fraud on the American public by special interest groups that I have ever seen in my lifetime. Now just look at those words. There are only three lines to that amendment. A well-regulated militia. If the militia, which was going to be the state army, was going to be well-regulated, Why shouldn't 16 and 17 and 18 or any other age persons be regulated in the use of arms the way an automobile is regulated? Think of that. A Republican chief justice. A Republican period. 
speaking the truth. Fuck the Second Amendment. Fuck it. If it's really going to make it this hard to stop shooting after shooting after shooting, then fuck it. Part of it, the obvious piece of it, is that we have these words baked into our founding document. A well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma, shall not be infringed. Say it one more time. Say, sorry. Okay, Just, from the top. And do it, do it with the commas again. Sure. A well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, totally unnecessary, comma, shall not be infringed. So when this thing was written, we had just fought this war with the British, this revolutionary war, and they tried to win it right from the get-go by coming for our guns. So these new states are looking at this new federal government. They're going like, meh, we don't know if we want to trust you quite yet. So there's this Second Amendment that says you guys can fight back. Like the feds aren't going to disarm you. you can, your militias can keep your guns. That's, I think, what we agree on. But then after that, you just look at the sentence then it's not just the commas that are confusing. If you look at the sentence as a whole... The pieces don't seem to fit together. There's some noun confusion. I mean, it's obvious that the sentence is about someone's right to bear arms, but who? Who gets that right? At the beginning of the sentence, you get... A well-regulated militia. The militia. States have a right to form militias, to assemble groups of people, and those people gotta have their guns. That's easy enough. But then later in the sentence, there's... Comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma, shall not be infringed. The people. Which people? Those people over there in the militia? All people? If you mean all people, why did you say militia? It's like the first clause seems to point to some sort of collective right to bear arms, and the second clause seems to point to some individual right to bear arms. Like this is supposed to be a popularly ratified document... It's actually not that easy to read. It's really not that easy. To read. And it's not, it wasn't that easy to read then. Okay, I think we're over. Hello. I think we are overcomplicating this. <laughs> I really do. I think we're overcomplicating this. Fuck the Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia. First of all, yes, it does say well-regulated, and it says militia. Well, unless Jethro and Bo and Cletus, unless they're in the militia, which is, by the way, now the U.S. the U.S. Armed Forces, then they aren't part of it. So it's irrelevant. All these dumbass arguments, I'm sick of them. I'm so sick of them. Enough is enough. He's our only child. And he died on Friday. I'm 61 years old now. I'll, yeah. I'll never have another child. <laughs> He's gone. So the reason I'm doing this right now is to try to see if we can do anything to make my son's death mean something, because that's all we've got. He's not going to grow up to be a man, to work in the world. What did we lose? He was articulate, determined, nice, uh, and tough. If there's all these things in the media about the shooter and there's nothing about the victims, then it sends the wrong message. And that people need to understand 
that real people died here. And they need to know, put faces and names and histories to the people, people who died to make it real for them. The politicians after Sandy Hook swore that they would do something. We're all proud to be Americans. But what kind of a message does it send to the world when we have such, an, such, a, such a rudderless bunch of idiots in government? I can't tell you how angry I am. It's just awful. And no parent should have to go through this. No parent. To have a kid die because in this kind of a situation, what, what has changed? Have we learned nothing? These things are going to continue until somebody does something. So where the hell is the leadership? Where the hell is this, these people we elect to Congress that we spend so much money on? These people are getting rich sitting in Congress. And what do they do? They don't take care of our kids. My kid died because nobody responded to what occurred at Sandy Hook. Those parents lost little kids. It's bad enough that I lost my 20-year-old, but I had 20 years with my son. That's all I ever have. But those people lost their children at six and seven years old. How do you think they feel? And who's talking to them now? Who's doing anything for them now? Who is standing up for those kids that died back then in an elementary school? Why wasn't something done? It's outrageous. That's Richard Martinez, his son was killed in the Isla Vista shootings in 2014. And he's right. Now, that was 2014, 2015. It's been that's seven years ago. I mean, think of how he feels now. So what is there for us to do? You know, I'm, I don't, Biden gave a speech. You know, Biden's whatever. He's become feckless too, frankly. Um, I still think you should vote for him, but what this comes down to is you, you and me, we need, you need to vote out anyone who's not absolutely positively vocally and unambiguously ready to do something about this, unless they are ready to pass some common sense, obvious, dumb proof reforms, safety measures, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Gun control is what it is. Unless they're willing to do that, don't vote for them. I won't. I certainly won't. Democrat, Republican, I don't give a shit. I will vote for whoever is willing to do it. And, you know, one one good thing I've been seeing after this Uvalde, Uvalde shooting is that people are speaking out. Finally, thank God. Steve Kerr, coach of the uh, Golden State Warriors in the NBA. He has never really been quiet about this, but he spoke out about this at a press conference last week. He, he, in no uncertain terms, and I thank him for it. Now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HR 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. 
So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up, I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight, but I want every person here, every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister, brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know, come on Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, the, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. Pathetic. I've had enough. I, it is. I mean, I can't. Okay. And uh, the other people were talking about it as well on ESPN. Here's what Stephen A. Smith and Chris Russo had to say. News, no parent should ever have to lose their child praying for the families of those kids and the teacher. This is devastating. Here's more reaction from Steph Curry and Natasha Cloud of the Washington Mystics. It's kind of hard to. You know, stay focused on going out and playing basketball and knowing, you know, what happened, you know, in, in this state. And I got kids, send them to school every day, drop them off. And you, you feel for the parents that are, uh, you know, going through what they're going through. I can't even imagine the pain. So for Coach to come up here and say what he said and every word that he said was powerful, was meaningful. This game doesn't matter the 18 lives um, and, the, and the numbers going up um, by the minute, the 18 lives that were lost today uh, from senseless gun violence in Texas at an elementary school. We're talking about our kids not being safe to go to school and our government is still not implementing sensible gun laws. This isn't about taking people's rights away from bearing arms. This is about putting sensible gun laws in so that this doesn't happen again. Please check on your loved ones. If you see crazy online, please send it to someone, send it to the police, send it to, to anybody. But if our government's not going to do our job, then we got to do our job and come together as a community because this is this is absolutely ridiculous at this point. <sighs> Stephen A., I tweeted a picture of the faces of those little children, and it's just devastating. This is the 212th mass shooting in 2022. It's been widely reported. We're 144 days in, 27th school shooting. You heard LeBron say school should be a sanctuary, places of worship. We had senior citizens in Buffalo going to the grocery store. It's, it's a crisis, and it should be a bipartisan issue. This is about human life. And when did it become so cheap? And I know you're sick to your stomach as well. Without question. And um, it just, it's, it's pretty difficult to talk about sports today, uh, it's very, very difficult. I was listening to Keyshawn Johnson talking about not wanting the, his kids to go to the mall by themselves. I relate to what he's saying because I have two daughters 
and I don't allow them to go to the mall by themselves and teenagers. I'm not letting that happen because of the crazy world that we're living in. Let me say a couple of things here right out of the gate. Number one, something is wrong with the United States of America when an 18 year old kid on his birthday goes out there and buys two assault weapons, rifles in May. This kid, 18 years old, can't have a drink in Texas. Would you allow your kid if he came home at 18? Hey, Ma, look what I got for my birthday. I bought two assault rifles. You'd freaking, you'd, you'd go crazy. He didn't have that parental supervision. Nobody checked. Nobody did anything. So Kerr's a thousand percent right. Secondly, all the folks who make a big deal, this is about mental illness. Well, how come this, this doesn't happen in Britain? I was in Ireland. No, no, uh, what, there's no mental illness in Ireland? France, Spain, Germany, Italy. You don't see this happening in those countries because the gun availability is not there. That's it. That's correct. You are not a 15-year-old kid at a boarding school in Britain who can walk into a gun shop and buy three thirty magazines and five assault weapons. You can in the United States. And although Biden, the president, he says all he wants, do something. Obama did after Sandy Hook. He no, did he didn't. He could. No, he didn't. I mean, he did. He did everything he could, but that was nothing. Because it's because presidents don't pass laws. Are we fucking are we so fucking stupid? Presidents don't write or pass laws. They can veto them. Sure. But they have to get through the legislature. They have to get through Congress. They have to get through the Senate. So Obama, yes, he wrote, he did some executive orders, but those are those are weak. Nobody followed suit. And although I try to play it right down the middle, I vote both Republican and Democrat. I vote for the best man all the time. I vote I, in the history of my since 1980. Vote for the best man. Bottom or woman. Mine is in this particular situation. Kerr's right. It's about the Republicans in that Senate who are who are wrapped up with the NRA and all the gun lobbyists and everything else who are afraid. There's 310 million guns in America for 300 million people who are afraid that if they get tough here, that somehow they're going to get knocked out of office because their states then get knocked out of office. Who gives a fuck? You've been a senator. You've been a congressman. You'll be fine. Christ. Love guns. Love guns. Do you think the everybody brings up the Second Amendment? What do you think? George Washington, Sam Adams, Jefferson, Adam, uh, Ben Franklin. What do you think they're thinking about right now? You think they thought this? There was no police. There was no state militia back in 1780 when they did the state Second Amendment. And you, it's not the same thing. This is totally different today. I mean, it's ridiculous. You're going to bring up the Second Amendment where I have my right to have guns, and you're going to bring up something that was passed in 1780 and say that applies to today? That is absolutely absurd. And the other thing, Abbott, the governor, and again, I play it right down the middle. Cruz, that senator. And how about the representative of that community that were in, in West San Antonio and West, West Texas? They all voted no on gun control deals in March. They voted no on it. And then Adam yesterday gives me this big deal about how we're heartbroken. We had a chance to do something about it. You did nothing. And where are they going on Friday, half of them? To an NAR convention in Houston. <laughs> I love the passion. I appreciate it. NAR, he's a little, and it wasn't passed, in, or the Second Amendment was ratified in 1791. 1791, and we're still talking about it like it means anything? Christ. This big deal about how we're heartbroken. We had a chance to do something about it, you did nothing. And where are they going on Friday, half of them? To an NAR convention in Houston, Texas, for crying out loud.
Houston, Texas. It's absolutely absurd. America, shape up, wake up, and do something. I don't care what it is. And yes, there are a million reasons why we have all these 18-year-old kids who feel disconnected and feel like they got to go out there and blow up a supermarket, a school, a movie theater in Colorado with armor on. They're disconnected. But I can't look at every computer. I can't look at every social media post. I can't look at every Instagram thing to see what these kids are thinking about. But what I can do, I can limit their ability to obtain weapons. That I can do. And I understand that gun companies in this country don't want that because they make a ton of money when they sell these assault weapons. So that company that stored Dick's Sporting Goods, wherever it was in Texas, when they sold those two assault weapons to this kid a couple of weeks ago, you think they care? No, they don't. They don't care. They can care. They say they care, but they don't because they do nothing about it. And this is, listen, I live 20 minutes from Sandy Hook. I was there five days later. That is an absolute disgrace that in nine years we have done nothing. Kurt's right. I got issues with Kurt with other issues. His China thing and everything, I could go on and on. But here he's 100% right. It is a, this does not happen in Europe, Japan, China. It does not have Israel. Name the country. It happens here. The United States of America. Because you politicians, in this case, most of them Republicans and the president, go out there and do something. Let's go. It can't be that hard. You know, the other thing that I want to say last yeah. thing, Washington no. Post had a great point today. One last thing. No, go ahead. You're you know who's going to get this solved? You actually need a Republican president because we're so what? politicized in this country that the Republicans do not want to agree anything to what a Democratic president says. So if you have a Republican president who who is going to get that vote on the right, he- he's n- the, come on, Chris. You, I was with you. Don't get in here because that's just dumb and wrong. A Republican president won't sign it. He does something. You can get you can start to make a little movement here. And we almost did with the last president after Parkland, but he got sidetracked. What else is new? Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen with a Republican president. And he didn't do it. He got sidetracked. But this is this is getting to be much. We're starting off a sports show on this great network, and we're talking about we're talking about a kid who got slaughtered, 18 people. And we're gonna move on our very way now. And we're gonna show up at that gun lobby thing in Houston on Friday. You should be all ashamed of yourselves. And they, yes, 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 that was Chris Mad Dog Russo on ESPN. Couldn't agree with him more. Sure, he got some of the letters of the NRA mixed up, whatever, but he's right. He's right, and that's what I'm trying to push here, and I'm trying to convey to you people. You have to stay angry. You can't forget about this. It can't be the story that, you know, we look back on and they just, okay, Sandy Hook, Columbine, you know, Parkland, and Uvalde. It can't be like that. You have to stay passionate about it because it is going to happen again it is we i had shows like this after sandy hook i had shows like this after parkland i went to the march for our lives after connecticut excuse me after las vegas after orlando after all of them after all of them i fucking i have shows about this topic when mass shootings don't happen because it is constantly on my mind it should be constantly on your mind it should be a priority. If you are a one-issue voter, this is the issue to be aware of and care about and vote on. Fuck climate change. Yes, I am. I don't think it's stupid. I don't think it's 
I don't think it's fake. I think it's very real. But you know what? Guns are killing us today, here and now. Let's get this stuff under control and then we can really focus on climate change. This is more important. This is more important. (sighs) Well, there has been another mass murder, as you know, at a school in Texas where the uniquely American phenomenon of mass murder at schools, complete with television coverage, like the television coverage you're seeing tonight, began. All of that began in Texas in 1966 when Charles Whitman, a name that became one of the most famous names of the 1960s, went to the top of the Texas Tower, the University of Texas in Austin, and with his rifle aimed down at people walking across the campus and shot and killed 16 of them before he was shot and killed by police. Before going to the tower, like many of the mass murderers who followed in his footsteps, Charles Whitman shot and killed his wife, shot and killed his mother. The mass murderer in Sandy Hook in Connecticut, 46 years later, shot and killed his mother before going to the elementary school there to murder 20 kindergarten and first grade students and six adults working at the school. The latest reports indicate that as many as 18 children and three adults were shot and killed today at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, a town of 15,000 people, about 60 miles from the Mexican border. Some reports indicate that the children were murdered, were mostly in grades two, three, and four. The mass murderer of children at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in Connecticut in 2012 changed Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy's focus in the Senate, where he has become the Senate's leading expert on a uniquely American way of death, being shot to death at school. Senator Murphy rose on the Senate floor today without a prepared speech and said this. Mr. President, there are 14 kids dead in an elementary school in Texas right now. What are we doing? What are we doing? Just days after a shooter walked into a grocery store, to gun down African-American patrons. We have another Sandy Hook on our hands. What are we doing? There have been more mass shootings than days in the year. Let's go to school thinking that they might be shot that day. Nowhere else do parents have to talk to their kids, as I have had to do, about why they got locked into a bathroom and told to be quiet for five minutes just in case a bad man entered that building. Nowhere else does that happen except here in the United States of America, and it is a choice. It is our choice to let it continue. The former governor of Texas, George W. Bush, while serving as president, refused to support an extension of the assault weapons ban of the 1990s that did help reduce mass murders. Since then, Republicans in the House and Senate have consistently refused to consider any legislation involving guns and ammunition. Both of the Republican senators from Texas today issued thoughts and prayers statements, which can easily be translated into promises to make sure that American mass murderers remain the best equipped mass murderers in the world. Senator Cornyn and Senator Cruz are, in effect, promising the people who elected them in Texas tonight that the next time a mass murderer enters a Texas school, that mass murderer will be as well equipped as every other mass murderer 
who has entered Texas public schools since 1966. Senator Cruz told reporters today that his solution is, quote, going after felons and fugitives and those with serious mental illness, arresting them, prosecuting them when they try to illegally buy firearms. Now, virtually none of the mass murderers in American schools were felons. None of them were fugitives. And those who've had mental illness cannot be arrested for mental illness, as Senator Cruz was suggesting. And almost all of them obtained their firearms legally, many of them as gifts from their parents or they use their parents' guns. 54 years ago, on the day after Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, Senator Robert, Senator Robert Kennedy, whose brother, President John Kennedy, had been assassinated five years earlier, said, no one, no matter where he lives or what he does, can be certain who will suffer from some senseless act of bloodshed, yet it goes on and on. Why? Why is the question President Biden asked tonight? after he returned to the White House from Asia and addressed the nation from the Roosevelt Room. I had hoped when I became president, I would not have to do this again. Another massacre, Uvalde, Texas, an elementary school, beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders. <clears throat> and how many scores of little children who witnessed what happened see their friends die as if they're on a battlefield, for God's sake. <clears throat> They'll live with it the rest of their lives. There's a lot we don't know yet. But there's a lot we do know. The parents who will never see their child again, never have them jump in bed and cuddle with them. <clears throat> parents will never be the same. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? I am sick and tired of it. We have to act. And don't tell me we can't have an impact on this carnage. I spent my career as a senator and a vice president working to pass common sense gun laws. We can and won't prevent every tragedy, but we know they work and have positive impact. When we passed the assault weapons ban, mass shootings went down. When the law expired, mass shootings tripled. The idea that an 18-year-old kid can walk into a gun store and buy two assault weapons is just wrong. What in God's name do you need an assault weapon for except to kill someone? Deer aren't running through the forest with Kevlar vests on, for God's sake. It's just sick. I just got off a trip from Asia meeting with Asian leaders. And I learned of this while I was on the aircraft. And what struck me on that 17-hour flight, what struck me was these kinds of mass shootings rarely happen anywhere else in the world. 
time. They have mental health problems. They have domestic disputes in other countries. They have people who are lost. But these kinds of mass shootings never happen with the kind of frequency they happen in America. Why? Why are we willing to live with this carnage? Why do we keep letting this happen? It's time to turn this pain into action for every parent, for every citizen in this country. We have to make it clear to every elected official in this country, it's time to act. It's time for those who obstruct or delay or block the common sense gun laws. We need to let you know that we will not forget. We can do so much more. We have to do more. I don't think we could possibly do any less. You're listening to The Nexus Thing on Radio Free Brooklyn. Who's going to sing a song about your gun? Who's going to sing a song about the way you feel protected when you hold it in your arms when day is done? Who's going to sing that song, sir? Who's going to sing a song about your gun? Who's going to tell the world that you feel grounded and connected when you wrap your hands around your Remington? Who's going to sing a song about your gun? I'm not interested in your justifications or the patriotic sermons that you've preached. Pardon me, sir, but I ran right out of patience, sitting waiting for consensus to be reached. So honestly, the odds are one to one That I don't give a shit about your gun, sir If you enjoy this show, please remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes Oh, Apple Podcasts, or whatever it's called We're also available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, basically wherever podcasts are found. If you can find podcasts there, you can find us there. Follow us on Twitter. We're at NextBestRadio. That's at NextBestRadio. And of course, feel free to follow me. I'm at J-O-N-B as in boy, L-E-R-N-E-R. That's J-O-N, no H. B as in boy, L-E-R-N-E-R. That's my handle on Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. As I say at the end of every show, and I mean it more and more each week, apathy is the enemy. Now more than ever, apathy is the real enemy. Pay attention. Wake the fuck up. Open your eyes. Know what's going on in the world. Know what's going on around you. Read the paper. Watch the news. Care about what's going on. Have an opinion about what's going on. Take some action to change what's going on. And who knows, if you do take some action, indeed, maybe it could make a change. For Radio Free Brooklyn, this has been The Next Best Thing. Until next week, I'm Jonathan B. Lerner. Good night, folks.